0: Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Auditor Laura Dowd, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence.
1: join us for tonight's edition of straight talk and now your host art levine
0: good evening and welcome to straight talk we have a great show for you tonight our guest for the entire show is our long beach city auditor laura dowd laura welcome back to straight talk
2: thank you it's a pleasure
0: i think it's your 10th visit with us and we appreciate your taking the time to come and uh, you have announced that you are running again for City Auditor.
2: Yes, I have. I am. Um, This will be my fourth time running and it's really been a pleasure to serve the community. Um, It's been very fulfilling professionally. Um, Long Beach is a beautiful city. Yes, it is. is
0: And it's a four-year term that you're running for?
2: Yes, that's right.
0: And I just learned that you have never had an opponent after your first race where you uh, defeated the incumbent, Uh, but your second four-year term and your third term. And to me, that says something about the fact that uh, people think you're doing a pretty good job.
2: Well, thank you. I really enjoy working for the city that I was born in, that I was raised in, that I went to school. Um, I've lived here all my life. I love this beautiful city, and it really is very uh, rewarding to do work for the city that you love and to find improvements to better serve the public and the community. So it's it's been a a really wonderful experience.
0: This is kind of your dream job, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think it was pretty much tailor-made for me and my uh, skills and education that I have. Um, As you know, it requires a CPA and so I'm grateful that I was able to receive an education, a wonderful education at Cal State Long Beach and received my accounting degree and then um, received my uh, CPA license and that prepared me very well for this position.
0: And you also, just for the record, have a law degree and our our, uh, guest last week, Shirog Sheik, who's also a graduate of Long Beach State and was uh, AS Vice President while he was here, Mm -hmm. uh, talked about how Law is, uh, is a valuable uh, training, even if you don't practice law.
2: Yes, very much so. It really taught me to, to think. And you know, we're inundated with a lot of facts. And you have to be able to take those facts and identify what is the issue, what is the problem we're trying to solve. Because our audit results ultimately result in, in solutions. We're trying to find solutions and ensuring that the city is in compliance with the rules.
0: You know, that takes me back to law school, and you're absolutely right. We spent three years basically learning how to isolate what is important and what's the key question.
2: Right, exactly. It's not easy, it's not as easy as it looks.
0: Well, uh, you've certainly done a great job for us, and and, uh, uh, your audits have impact. Uh, They just don't sit on the shelf. Talk a little bit about uh, what happens to these audits.
2: Yes, you know, I really like the way you use that word impact and the way you said it, because that's the whole key. We want our reports to have impact and we want them to be implemented. A lot of work, sweat and sometimes tears go into our audit reports and, uh, you know, the reports come out looking beautiful, but what goes into creating a solid, relevant, credible, error-free, bulletproof audit report. There's a lot of work that goes into that. Sure. And if it's not worthy of something that we feel very passionate about, we don't issue it. And and so we want to make sure these audit reports are not just sitting on the shelves, but they are being implemented. And some departments may think, well, what role does the auditor play in implementation anyway? So that's why we have, we have gone back and done an implementation audit to ensure that our recommendations are being implemented, that change is happening, that uh, you know changes are being made, and that our reports are, are making a difference. So we did do that audit uh, of the implementation report yeah. and found out that 71% of our audit recommendations had been implemented, and we came out with a report and showed that over a five-year period of time, approximately $80 million worth of city uh, revenue Fantastic. and assets are better. Fantastic.
0: It. Well, everyone really wants to feel that what they're doing makes a difference. And particularly when you put the amount of work in as you were describing it, uh, it has to be very satisfying. Also, I know that when when you go and select a, a department to be audited, you you try and make them understand that you're not there as their enemy. You're trying to help them upgrade their efficiency and... and uh, uh, and I, and I think the word's gone out that you're, you're, not, you're not trying to do a gotcha.
2: Right. Thank you for bringing that up because there is a, some fear and anxiety when the auditor shows up. But our style has always been one of collaboration and partnership and communicating, having a very open line of communication with the director of the departments, with yes. the staff of the departments. Because if you take a step back and look at this thing, big picture, we, the commonality we all have within the city of Long Beach is that we, we love this community. It, it can be better. We all want it to be better. So how can we work together to make it better?
0: Amen, amen. And the fact that they know that you're gonna be coming back at some point in the future to see what's happened,
2: mm-hmm. I would
0: imagine is an incentive to implement,
2: <laughs> yes, it does provide some motivation to do that, and um, so mm-hmm. yes, we do we do go back and check to make sure that these things are are working.
0: And eighty million dollars, uh, you know, like Dirksen said, a billion here, a billion that's that's real money. <laughs> that's a lot of money.
2: Yes, that's right. And yeah. I think we have made some um, very good recommendations that have had. Uh, positive impacts on the community, and I'm excited to share some of those reports with you. Well,
0: I know Prop H was, was a big one, and we'll speak about that when we come back from these commercial messages.
1: At the Port of Long Beach,
0: We're back, continuing our conversation with our city auditor, Laura Dowd. Uh, Prop 8, uh, Prop H, I should say, had a uh, very positive impact on the city. $33 million of new revenue to police and fire. Uh, That had to do with the pricing that we sell our oil and gas.
2: Yes, that's right. In 2006, when I came into office, I noticed that the oil production tax in the city of Long Beach had not been increased since it was implemented about 16 years plus before I got there. And as we reviewed surrounding cities, what the city of Long Beach was charging was much lower. So we took uh, a 25 cent increase proposal to the city council, and the mayor and they agreed to put it on the ballot because as you know any time a tax is increased uh-huh. it goes on the ballot and this was a tax increase on the oil producers so not that, consumers. that should be easy yeah. yes well it was it was very exciting because um we put an education piece out there and worked with the mayor and the council and the business community to let the voters know that this was not a tax on them but on the oil producers and keeping up with the market um, and so it it had an unprecedented 70% approval rating of the uh, voters. And this is very exciting to me because it was a collaborative effort by everybody and its use was for public safety.
0: Bingo, and we're still, it's the gift that keeps on giving.
2: Exactly, right, and so we wanted to do this report 10 years later to show the public what benefits they're receiving as a result of this $3.3 million annually for 10 years, which the city has received $33 million as a result of this increase, and it's really beautiful.
0: This brochure summarizes that fact uh, so well.
2: And, you know, there's more police officers on the street today as a result of that. Uh, They started a a crime impact motor um, um, unit.
0: And I know that the amount of the raise was, uh, was carefully selected it, it's still probably less than many surrounding mm-hmm. cities, but you didn't want to get into a legal battle with the industry. Right. So you raised it enough so they would say, okay, we can live with
2: it. Yes, it was equitable, it was fair yeah. according to all the surrounding cities. Uh, the, the City of Long Beach is now benefiting uh, greatly as a result of more officers and firefighters fighting for them and improving our public safety because that really is the number one priority here absolutely. in
0: our city. Absolutely, absolutely. The park maintenance orders, tell us about that.
2: Yes, well, we we received a fraud hotline call um, regarding the parks. Parks are a very important part of our city. Um, it's part of the quality of life here in Long Beach. We have some very beautiful parks that are important to our community and but the some public. of the trees are dying. Yes, they are, so uh, the, the calls that came in were just that the maintenance hadn't been kept up in the bathrooms and trash and weeds and other problems. So as we looked into it, we did find that Um, the city had done a good job in expanding and growing the number of parks and park improvements and medians and so forth throughout the city over the past several years, but really hadn't kept up with the maintenance piece, the funding for the maintenance of the parks. And as a result of that, uh, we found one in four park trees were either dead, dying, or in poor condition. And if the city didn't change the way they were managing their resources or properly allocate funding for the maintenance, we're gonna have a long-term problem.
0: And I know there's also a problem of irrigation, of being on the water board. Uh, we uh, have very antiquated uh, irrigation systems on many of the parks, and uh, uh, that needs to be addressed.
2: Yes, yes, it really does. Um, that water is certainly important, uh, especially in the period of drought that we have experienced. And so we brought this to light. The council uh, is working with the Department of Parks, to ensure that they, you know, they have allocated more money to them, um, and our audit, one of our recommendations was to really take a step back and look at a st- strategic plan, have a strategic approach on how we tackle this problem, and look at all all options are on the table, non-traditional approaches as well for funding. Look at pr- public-private partnerships. Look cor- at opportunities. Cor- corporate framing ex- rights. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So. Excellent.
0: Uh, let's just spend a word talking about the fraud hotline because that has brought in and triggered yes. some useful audits. Uh, how does that work?
2: Yes, uh, our fraud—we have a fraud hotline, and uh, the the number is one eight 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 fraud 7 So we want to make let everyone know.
0: We're putting that graphic up right now.
2: Yes, and it's important that the public is aware that we have a fraud hotline because there's absolutely zero. Tolerance for fraud—it hurts all of us. In these day and age when there's budget uh, deficits and crisis, we need to make sure all of our money is being used uh, appropriately, honestly, and for the intended purpose. For and there's
0: anonymity is protected ex- for people yeah. that call up.
2: Yes, yes. There's a whistleblower protection. It's 100% confidential. Yes. And we have a duty to keep that confidentiality. So it's open 24/7 and uh, we, we investigate each call appropriately in this. So we encourage the public to, to call us, even if you're unaware. So you, yeah,
0: if you see something, say something, to exactly. use a phrase that's applied elsewhere. But, yes. So it's one eight 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 fraud 7 if you see something that looks suspicious. Yes. Finally, uh, the Knighton Award for Police and Fire dispatcher overtime. Tell us briefly about that.
2: Mm-hmm. That was another fraud hotline call that we received and uh, that the overtime was excessive at the public safety dispatch 911 facility. Overtime is always, um, you know, it's needed at times, but we found there was excessive overtime in a 911 dispatch. The reason was because there were so many vacancies. They had to fill it with the overtime. Uh, it, it's a very stressful position. They had a difficult time training and retaining the employees for that position. Um, So, part of the recommendation was to improve their recruiting efforts so that they could hire more people so the overtime could go down because really the the core issue was safety. If you're having 911 dispatchers working an excessive amount of overtime, they can be tired. There's employee fatigue and so forth. And so, we found this to be uh, a very beneficial audit for the public as well. And have they
0: hired more people? They are
2: working on their recruiting efforts and told us that they're making strides in that. We have not gone back yet to review that, but we will. Okay. And we're getting positive feedback. Excellent.
0: Okay, in the next segment we want to get up close and personal with the City Auditor. Stay with us. we're back with this wonderful conversation with our city auditor, Laura Dowd. Laura, what the, it has to be a very satisfying uh, field to be in where you uh, are, are seeing that, that money is being spent properly and not wasted, and, uh, and you're at the head of a department, and I know that uh, you give a lot of credit appropriately to your staff in turning out first-rate work.
2: Thank you. Yes, we do. It's a big city. It's a big responsibility. There's uh, a lot of money, and we want to make sure that the city is, is spending it appropriately um, and honestly and responsibly. So we take the this position very seriously, and there's still a lot of work to be done.
0: It never seems to be <laughs> over, does it? No,
2: no. It, it, there's a lot to do. Uh,
0: what, what have you learned uh, in your 10 years, no, it's how many years have you been in office? Um,
2: 11 and a half.
0: 11 and a half years. Yeah. What have you learned about government that you didn't know going in?
2: Well, it's, um, it's really wonderful to be able to work for the people. Um, we have just a wonderful city. When the more I get out and meet people, the more I love this community. And so many people working together to make Long Beach great. It's yeah. a difficult job keeping a big city like this going strong. Um, we have, you know, as you know, a port, the airport, our own water department, beautiful parks and marinas, and it goes on and on. It's a big job. And, you know, the commonality we all have is that we, we love Long Beach. We want to work to make it be- better. Long Beach has enormous potential. Yes. It's and we're, we're,
0: we're, on, we're on an upward yes slide now
2: yes we are and we have um, our office has made ourselves very open to the public so that it's Uh, no longer just a one-way communication where we're communicating with them but we are all social media channels are open for the public to communicate with us we're on facebook and twitter our website has been reinvigorated it's www.cityauditorlauradowd.com we have a new uh, app My Auditor app, where people can report fraud. They can get real-time information from us on what's happening. So we've really tried to keep up with technology so the public can have um, access quickly to us.
0: And this makes citizens feel more a part of of the city. If if they are giving suggestions that are uh, incorporated or if they are calling attention to uh, questionable behavior. Uh, It's not just the job of the city auditor to protect money. Uh, We all have a uh, role to play.
2: Exactly right. Our top three audits over the past, not this 2017, but in 2016, our top three audits were as a result of calls from from the public or employees letting us know areas that we needed to look into. So we can't be at all places all the time. We need the eyes and ears of, of people to let us know.
0: Well, we thank you for coming here each year and uh, giving us a report on what you're doing.
2: Well, thank you very much, Art. Thank you very much for having me. Um, Congratulations on 26 years doing this wonderful program. You've done a great job helping us get our message out to the public. Auditing in particular is not always easy to, (laughs) to, to speak about and sometimes people's eyes glaze over, but you really get it, you understand it. We appreciate you reading our audits and inviting me to come speak about them, asking good questions, having good conversations about this. And I know you're really actively involved in this community. And we appreciate your your heart and soul and, and all that you, you contribute to making this a great community.
0: Well, thank, thank, thank you for that. And we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. <laughs> I think Long Beach is very fortunate to have an auditor of the quality of uh, our city, Auditor Laura Dowd, and uh, we thank you for your many years of service to Long Beach. And just a personal aside, the fact that she has not had an opponent since her original election in three different races to me says something about the fact that the folks here in Long Beach are, are quite satisfied with the job you're doing.
2: Thank you, I hope so.
0: Let's, let's talk about ethics, because it's something that's near and dear to both of us. Uh, uh, it would seem particularly relevant to an auditor to embody ethics.
2: Yes, and I know that you taught business ethics here, and I had the privilege of coming to speak to your classes a few times, and that's very dear to my heart. Uh, it's very important that we uh, are, are true uh, to our convictions, and part of the city auditor's role is to hold everybody accountable we are an independent office, as you know, elected by the people. Re- we report to the people. We, we are, keep everything very transparent. So all of our reports are, uh, uh, are posted on our website. We, as we've mentioned, we run a fraud hotline. We want people to, to be alert and aware when um, bad choices are being made or there's theft or abuse or waste of any government resources whatsoever we had an incident at the animal care facility uh, a few years back where uh, a city employee uh, embezzled uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars oh my. Uh, it was it was actually millions we we know because we could kind of project out how long it had been taking place over 20 years but because it had been a manual system we didn't have the documentation to prove it had been happening that long oh my. but we assumed that it, it was she did um, con- confess uh, guilt and uh, and uh, went to, to jail for that but we did get her on a couple hundred thousand dollars and you know it's just important that we um, remain true that the public that we work to uh earn the public's trust in what we're doing in government that their taxpayer dollars are being spent as intended
0: and you mentioned a moment ago how uh, the fact we have a elected city auditor in long beach you and you're responsible to the people that elected you not to the city council not to the mayor your primary client if you will is the people
2: Uh, yes exactly so this is this is who we work for and we, as mentioned earlier, we do need their help, and we need their See, ideas. it takes a woman to do it really. <laughs>
0: no, I, that will sound wrong, but uh, I know one of your, one of the early auditors, because you have a photograph of her up in the wall. What's her name? With um, Martel
2: Gunzel, yes. yes.
0: Way back right. before women were, able to get these kind of jobs she I guess was elected
2: yes she was right in 1919 when women had the right to vote and so it was a wonderful <laughs> thing that she was elected oh, and that's she right the women
0: get the right and, and, and she's right in there right,
2: right in there for 32 <laughs> God years. God bless her what's yes. your name again Mertel Gunzel
0: let's remember <laughs> <laughs> remember that name yes. I can't even repeat it now
2: Mertel Gunzel
0: well yes. Lord doubt it's a lot easier to say and <laughs> thank, thank you again for joining
2: Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Appreciate it.
0: And thank you guys for watching. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.